Welcome to the Dog Classroom. The Dog Classroom Podcast. I am your co-host, Anne-Marie. And I'm your co-host, Amelia. Like and subscribe on Spotify and YouTube in video format. And now into the episode. Here we go. All right. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, what we're going to do for today's podcast is we are going to talk about dog sports. All the sports. All the sports. So we're going to move a little bit. I know we've talked a bunch about, you know, training and behavior. So I think for this and reason why, you know, we want to cover it is there's just so much more to just, you know, sits down healing that mm-hmm. you can do with your dog. And I think between us and staff, we've experienced quite a few of these. Yeah, so um, I think a lot of people are a little bit scared off of dog sports um, in particular because it looks like it's something really challenging to do. Or right. it's hard. It is, um, but I think that's also part of the fun, right? I think of it as like almost like a test, like you you get to compete against yourself a lot of the time. I was gonna say it depends right. if you like doing tests or yeah. not. And how competitive you are. Yeah. Because some some sports are more competitive than others. Yeah, definitely. So why don't we jump in? The first one we're going to talk about is competitive obedience. Right. And um, I think I'm going to start with that one. Uh, Just because when I first started taking classes and 20 some odd years ago, (laughs) we're going to leave it at that. Mm -hmm. And um, when um, at this training facility, they were pushing you to do trial obedience. So that basically means you would go into the ring and you would do different behaviors. So you would do a sit, had to be straight, a down, like at a distance. You did stays, like you had to be able to walk away and Mm -hmm. have them sit, stay for a period of time. You had to heal around different objects. As you went up the levels, some of it is, was a bit of retrieve or scent work and you had, it was involved dumbbells. you had to go pick the dumbbell the tricky thing about it is you had to have a purebred dog Mm -hmm. and they had to be intact okay yeah so that left out that just means not spayed or neutered right sorry so that left out a lot of people like a lot of people so that's going to lead me into rally right right because the the joke is it's called fun obedience yeah right so then dogs in rally were able to, you could have a mixed dog. They mm-hmm. can be spayed or neutered. Um, but why don't you describe like what you actually do in rally? So for rally, this is actually something that I did a little, not competitively, but I did a little bit of it with Stark yeah. back in the day. Um, it's a series of signs. So there's literally a, a paper sign and you go to each sign and it's a course so yeah like you you follow it in a u or like a circle yeah and it'll tell you where to go so it might say like um heel forward three steps with the dog on your left or whatever yeah so you heel toward the next sign and then the next sign says you know do an about turn and then you end up turning and then you end up at the next sign and then you know it'll tell you the different things to do at each sign i guess the fun part of it was it wasn't the same exact you know routine you you could see any number of of behaviors because it was always different depending on the sign. So you had to know how or be able to do like what, 20 some odd different signs, I think a novice, right? So you had to be able to complete those in a row. Was it timed? Can't remember. I honestly, I don't know. I I think it was. I think the majority of them are timed, right? So I just thought of one leading from rally into freestyle where what freestyle started to do was they had more trick 
cards. Yeah. So and it was the same idea, right? There's musical freestyle and there's rally freestyle. So okay. start with, okay, rally freestyle. freestyle. Yeah is um it's a, a newer sport um and it involves doing signs and there's music playing so that's the musical freestyle element okay of it. okay and there's but also the signs were also if the i remember signs involve tricks tricks yeah so okay. there's um free choice signs where you get to do whatever you want at right. that sign and then there's also um very specific tricks so it's still got that obedience sort of feel to it, mm -hmm. where it would go, okay, you're gonna turn counterclockwise and your dog is gonna circle around you clockwise. Right. And okay. you know, you're gonna do an about turn, but your dog's gonna end up on the right. And yeah. so they have all those different um, sort of, I guess, more more complicated or more fun seeming uh, signs. Than I think it's about rally. adding more than just like sits down, stays in healing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're yeah. adding a little bit more to it. Whereas musical freestyle, is there's no signs at all. No. And that's one that I did compete a little bit with Stark online. Um, oh, you did? I did, yeah. I don't know if I knew that. I did. Where is this footage? <laughs> Somewhere on there. Um, <laughs> I it so was through MDSA, Musical Dog Sport Association. Okay. And you had to record yourself and there was like certain, like you put the pylons and you had to be able to see everything and whatever. Yeah. And, um, I don't think you can have food on you. You have to use the video or the audio that's on that video. So you can't like dub the music over and all that stuff. There was some specific rules to it. But basically you make a routine that's one minute. I think yep. it was the novice level. And you pick one minute of a song and you, you keep the dog moving with you. And you're doing healing to music at like on the beat. You're doing leg weaves, you're doing spins, you're doing crawls, you're doing bows. Um, like whatever you want, it's freestyle, but it's a routine that you've made. Yeah, so you have to do, well, you practice. That yeah. That's the thing. It's not just on the spot, Yeah. right, that you're following signs. It's, Which is weird that it's called freestyle because that would be freestyle, but it's not freestyle. I guess freestyle is the thing that you're not following, maybe the signs yeah. that you're actually able to make up your own course. I've played a little bit with that, and I wanted to, um, so we have a tricks class right now that mm -hmm. I think we're going to keep up because they're getting there. But the tricks are more than um, just a spin, I guess is what I'm trying to say, right? So um, in meshing the musical free, freestyle with the, the tricks, um, it's about having the tricks flow into one another. So yeah. it, it's to music, so it's flowing. It's not just like boom, trick, 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 right? Yeah. So um, when I was doing it a little bit and I did offer it last winter is I think the most challenge was the beat. Yeah. Like keeping to the beat. Like I could do all the tricks in a row, but I was in the own beat in my yeah. head, I think. But it's also I about think, picking the music. Yeah, so when I, when I did Freestyle with Stark, um, you could submit and people would give you like um they would count your dog's footfalls and go this is the beat of your dog's footfalls like here's a bunch of music that will match that for you oh, and okay. so there was it was a yahoo group this is how long ago oh, wow. i did this it was a yahoo group and you would you know upload okay. your video and um they would give you sort of suggestions for it so that's i think how i ended up picking whatever okay because i, I have videotaped some of the dogs doing the performance healing the same thing as to do the beat yeah, and you yeah. just count when their okay. feet fall, and you match it that way. So that that was fun, and I like doing that. It's just not as popular. No, and I um, actually, just to interlude, not that we want to go off topic, but due to COVID, a lot more of these different um, sporting events 
um, the the organizations have turned to actually you can get video yeah and and you you can do it online yeah exactly so i think that helps us up in northern ontario then having to find these competitions to travel to especially if we want to compete so um it's changed a bit in that way where there's a lot more like you can video yourself doing whatever and submitting it so in going from treks i want to go to parkour Parkour is fun. Parkour, yes. Um, and I like that, I mean, at least for our dogs, we do it all seasons, right? <laughs> yeah, we do. So it's a class we run in the spring and summer. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's it's basically your dog is doing a dog version of parkour. So parkour, you think of people jumping off buildings and rebounding off of things. Yeah. Um, so for dogs, it's basically about going on, over, under, through, around. Around, yeah. All those different, any obstacles. So I think um, in doing more parkour, because Alfie insists we do it mostly on every walk. So um, Alfie's going to come up there at the end. I think we're going to show some pictures of him in the bush doing parkour. But um, it's also they need trick training. Like they need to be able to balance. They need to want to put their feet on different objects, whether that's front feet hind feet separate they four need feet good body awareness good body awareness walk along different textures yeah so um oh there actually if you went if we go top right oh yep. there's a parkour class yep so look at them oh look at how that's blossom on the left and then we got maggie's on a skateboard they worked hard at that last summer and then miss maya look she's balancing on two logs yeah, Look and what I love about parkour titles is, again, you can do it online. Yeah. And, I mean, for the class, I don't think any of these people have um, decided to title, right? It's not a competitive class. I don't know if we talk enough about it. We could, but I think it would be because we've had certain dogs and owners, like, continue and do it multiple times where maybe we should bridge the conversation of... Yeah, because with competition, with parkour, there's different levels. There's, like, level one where you can put your feet on an object that's, like, elbow height or something. And yeah, and it's... You get more The heights are based on also the dog's size. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, parkour, I think, is good because you can do it outside. It's good for reactive dogs. It's good for, you know, you're just working with yourself. You're not competing against someone else for that title. Yeah, you're working with your dog which is yeah. the same as the trick titles, which I also did with Stark. Um, we got trick titles for doing a bunch of, um, th- they have like a big list and you choose from novice and advanced and intermediate and whatever tricks. And you get a, a supervisor basically to sign off that you can do them. So now that a lot of that is by video as well. Okay. And I'm not competing against anybody else. I am you're just, just earning, you, yeah, you're earning, I'm earning that yeah. title for myself. So I like that about some of these sports. Um, let's talk about scent work. Right. So, um, in when you had Kelsey on, um, the podcast, she did talk about, um, because at the present time she's our scent instructor and Mm -hmm. she's definitely a scent junkie. Right. Um, so you guys had, had chatted about it and she had mentioned that there's sort of a competitive stream. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, of scent work that you can do but then we're trying to use I don't want to say more for the pet dog but just basically saying using it for mental stimulation Mm -hmm. um, using it again um, with dogs in general for owners just to have fun look at something else to do 
um, teach the dog a new skill. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, there it is there. So what he's doing is a little bit of a search. And I love this video because the variety of breeds, you do yeah. not have to have, you know, a hound to do scent work. These are Great yeah. Danes, these are Mastiffs, these are... Yeah. But the way that even, you know, dogs that are, have anxiety during walks or have issues around other dogs, if they're busy working and doing stuff, mm -hmm. then there you go. So it's about giving them the confidence and teaching them something they can do anywhere, anytime. And it's it's huge to be able to direct to that. So like I said, Kelsey's done amazing things with the program and she continues to um, offer different levels and, and build on that. So. Yeah, and there's different things that you can do with scent work too, like not to get into it too much, but there's like search and rescue training, there's True. tracking, yep. there's like drug sniffing dogs out there. Like there's lots that you can do with scent work beyond just like, oh, I'm going to go to this competition. Um, and for the competitions, just to talk about it a little bit, because some people are interested in it, um, is they have to learn the scents are different from Canada and other places, but in okay. Canada... Um, they have to search through, I want to say, uh, wintergreen, and uh, there's a few different essential oils that they have yeah. to, to smell out. Um, and so you introduce the dog to the scent, and you teach them how to discriminate that scent from another scent, which is, like, it actually gets pretty complicated if you, if you go into it, and then they mix the scents together, and they have to find that combo, or, you know, there's, there's all kinds of different ways that you can um, advance, I guess, or right. or change what you're doing as far as scent work. Um, there's also indoor courses, there's outdoor courses, right? Kelsey was running for us um, last summer. She did like a walking scent work or an outdoor. Yeah, where she was setting stuff. And then she did do a little bit indoor, set stuff up indoor. And then she was setting stuff um, outdoor. But it's it's having, and a lot of people think, oh, well, that's not exercise. Your dog's going to be more tired. <laughs> yeah, because it's brain exercise. Yeah. It may not be, you know, super physical running back. But usually, even with a lot of us, you know, that take a course or if we've had a really hard day at work where we're constantly thinking and, and having to um, do a lot of things multitasking, we go home mentally exhausted. Yeah, and I think the other important thing, too, is that not all dogs are suited for really physical sports like agility or fly ball or... yeah. And a lot of, of people focus on those, and it's not to say your dog can't do it. It's to say whether you're both enjoying it. Exactly. Yeah. And one of the things Kelsey and I talked about was just learning to enjoy seeing your dog be happy and, and, yeah. and doing that sport with them. Absolutely. Great for senior dogs, great for dogs of all sizes. Yep. So it's one of those things that... Um, I think you can definitely you can definitely do a lot of different things with it. There's the barn hunt, like there's all different yeah types different of avenues to it. So you know, with any of these sports, some people just like a little bit, so they have some mental stimulation exercises. Some people are hardcore and want to you know keep going different levels that sort of thing. So why don't we we sort of left agility <laughs> until yes. the last? So um, it's a sport that. Um, Amelia and I have definitely um, competed in, been a part of, teach. Mm -hmm. um, for, I would say it's it's the one dog sport I would think I would, I'm most passionate about. Yeah, okay. Um, the one that I enjoy the most, I think, and um, obviously the one that I teach the most because right. I'm teaching. Like, so why would you classes. say it? you're most passionate about it? 
I think the confidence building aspect when we're teaching it is is so important and it's also it's a good way to build life skills outside of just doing all these obedience drills so for example um one thing i can talk about for sure is the start line stay (laughs) you can work on your dog stay which i'm saying you could i'm not saying i have oh okay (laughs) um you could work on your dog stay in the presence of this agility equipment, which they've learned is exciting and fun. They and want then, to be on it, interacting with exactly. it. So yeah. it's stay with a really hard distraction. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agility could be described as a giant recall with stuff in between, right? So yep. um, you're having the dog sort of run with you. Or like I was gonna say, yeah, healing because they're moving with you. So why don't we before, we're gonna talk a little bit more about it and then you know we have some pictures and so forth. Um, let's just clarify to people that maybe aren't sure as to what agility sort of involves. So let's go there. So agility involves jumps. So jumping over bars, tunnels, going through, um, like a large tunnel that are anywhere from like what, 10 to 20 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going on objects. So going on, um, the A-frame, which is like a, a six foot tall, it's literally shaped like an A. Yeah. Um, piece of equipment, um, the dog walk, which is a long sort of um, almost like a balance beam. Right. Um, the teeter, which is like like a children's seesaw. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they sort of go up one end and then come down. I'm just going to interrupt for a sec. We have our um, banner up and oh, then we have Maui on the left doing jumps, storm in the middle. Then we have sticks on top. Um, Elfie, uh, Amelia didn't mention uh, weave poles yet. That's a challenge because mm-hmm. they literally have to turn their body sideways to go in and out. And then we have Nuggie at the bottom. She's actually on the A-frame there. So dog she walk. went, dog walk, I'm sorry. She went along the top of it and now she's going on the decline. Yeah, so it, it's about getting, first of all, a lot of um, focus from them, mm-hmm. right? Because they need to be focused on what they're doing. Otherwise it's not very safe. Um, they need to have a lot of body awareness, especially the bigger dogs. If yep. they're going to navigate these courses, they need to be able to listen to the cues that they're being given when they're in a really excited state. So I would say that I don't want to say the other sports aren't involved with owners, but just to clarify to people is you are out there running the course with the yeah. dog. So what happens first is we as the owner walk the course so we know the direction we have to go. We're hoping we remember the direction we have to go and we guide the dog over the direction and the number of obstacles in a row. So we're there having them um we're guiding them. They're completing yeah. the obstacles, but we're out there with them making sure that they take them in a certain order. Yeah, so the, the course is numbered. So I believe um, we do have a video that we want you to commentate on. Um, so a few of us did go to an agility trial. Here's Miss um, Amelia with Nuggy. So we noticed, so she just did a beautiful cross. Here's another tunnel Nuggy did. She goes wide. Look at look at the send. Send, 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 and she comes back. Another send to the tunnel. Look, another cross. So we call that a blind cross when the dog's behind Amelia. Okay. The jumps are a certain height because look at how little Nuggy is. Okay. Yeah, and so the jumps are dependent on, on the size. size. But you'll see how Amelia pushes her hand up. So she's asking Nuggy to actually take that jump and look at her go. 
And I was very happy. She was very happy. That was one of my favorite runs. Well, I think it was, I don't want to say it was your best run. Did it you? It probably was. It probably was there. But um, so you noticed that Nuggy is following her direction the whole time. She was pretty hardcore on this one, I would have to say. She does love tunnels. Yeah. And then I think this was what, a jumpers course? This was speed stakes. Speed stakes, okay. So speed stakes is just jumps and tunnels. Okay, so all the different agility organizations sort of have their own games or um, different names of when you do obstacles um, in a row. So this was... This was UKI. Thank you. It was UKI. So yeah. we we went there and it was, it was definitely challenging. It was. It yeah. was definitely challenging. Um, the I don't want to say the crosses we had to do and when I say have to do it's because ideally we want to be able to the reason we cross from one side of the dog to the other is to make sure I'm still watching the video here is just to make sure we're all we're guiding our dog efficiently yeah and so when you say crosses you mean I'm switching her from say my left hand to my right yeah, hand your left and to your I right want to make side. sure that yeah. I'm closer to whatever that next obstacle is going to be yeah so that um, I'm there you know when she gets there yeah and um, I think a lot of the time when we're doing agility um, people think that the dog is either just like running around doing their own thing or yeah. um, you know that it's just going to be a bunch of jumps in a straight line and there's so much more that yeah, or I, I, I think a lot of times people just think they have to touch the obstacle like this one. We yes. just said there's jumps or tunnels. Um, this one doesn't have like the A-frame or the dog walk in it. But, you know, they'll they'll just lure them up and, and say, oh, here we go. They'll just lure them up and say, oh, they've done it. But the dog wants to enjoy the experience. So there's the, yeah, there's the A-frame. This was a, a Halloween-themed fun run, so th there's a little bit of weird stuff going on here. I want to see if she can do the weaves. Look at her go. Look at her. Look at her. Nice. Yeah, I give her a cookie because it's not a competition, so. so I can have treats. So this is like a training run is yeah. what Amelia is saying. And I have my hair done up in I in was wondering about your buns. hair, but I was I was going to let that one go. It's Halloween. Okay. Yeah, I was a titch concerned that that day you were doing something funky there, but... <laughs> Anyway, yeah. um, so as far as dog sports go, obviously there's lots of different options. There's not just one Yeah, so I think there's, there's honestly something for everybody or every dog. And I don't want to, you know, discriminate and say, you know, to people that they might not be good at agility because their size or something. And I don't believe that at all because, you know, me doing agility with a bull mastiff and then, you mm -hmm. know, a chihuahua, like, why not? But is the dog enjoying it? Yeah, that that's what I like to say is anytime, you know, we spend time training something, we always want it to be a joint effort. Yeah. And if your dog in training, right, is not having a good time mm -hmm. and you're having to force your dog to do something, maybe that's not the sport for them. Like if I had to pick up Nuggie and put her on equipment, then yeah, that's not fun. Right. I I knew when I got Nuggie that I wanted to do agility and I started her really young on different textures and and working with levels of excitement playing tug and stuff like that so i knew that going in and i prepared for that mm -hmm. but um if you if you get a dog and you're just saying hey i want to try you know maybe i want to try parkour and your dog just doesn't doesn't want to do it right we're not going to force them to do it it should be something that's fun for yeah the dog and the owner but again we're just basically saying there's options 
there's options and yeah. there's so much more to training your dog than just sit and down and heal. Yeah. Um, you yeah. can do lots of things. You can have lots of fun with them and you meet a whole community of dog people when you do it. Yeah. Like definitely meeting different people. Um, well, we've even, even done that through classes. We meet lots of new people on a regular basis, but we get to know the ones, you know, that continue to take classes or go into specialty and stuff. So, you know, I'm always, it's always fun to ask the question, you yeah. know, as to, to why you're doing this sort of thing. So, um, again, just to, to summarize what we, um, went through, I think we're going to have, um, a little video here of, um, the different, um, the different sports. I'll just wait. Okay, here we go. So we do have a senior enrichment course, which is uh, senior dogs, physical fitness, which That's my boy. Yeah, but I would say we have that in all classes. Yeah. Right. There's the trick training with Miss Tulip. We'll show off there. This is a great again mental stimulation for any age. Brain games. We're adding that everywhere. Right. I think not enough mental stimulation. You can buy games. You can get creative. This is Rally. Okay, perfect. Because the signs, right? Yeah. So okay. um, I think she was actually done the course at that point. But there's scent, right? So there's lots of different things that you can do. And and although this is an ad for a senior class, right, because it's a little bit modified, um, these are all things that dogs can do at any age. Yeah. And any type of sport involves all this. All this. All this. Like, sorry, the video we just looked at. So it involves mental stimulation. It involves yes. some type of physical activity. It involves, you know, um, us working together. Yeah. Right. And even in agility, we do trick training as warm ups. Like it sort of builds on top of one another because we have a few clients that have done three or four sports. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there's Mr. Maui doing his jump. Mm -hmm. He had the best time. Yeah, that was yeah. all from the, the agility trial, and we had a few. And there, yeah, Alfie's a little bit possessed with the weaves, but I think he was yelling at me at that time. He was, and there yeah. was another picture of him actually barking at you, which was yeah. quite fun. Yeah. I didn't buy that one. Yeah, but I just never thought he could run that fast and bark at me at the same time, but apparently he can do it. Mm. Um, Sticks was jumping 20 there, eh? I believe so, yeah. So yeah. They, they jump depended on their height. So right. This was 20 inches for And taller. they measure them at the withers. Withers, which is shoulders. the shoulders yeah. yeah yeah um so thanks for sticking with us through this this dog sport episode yeah um something obviously we really enjoy talking about and a nice little change from some of the behavior topics right because it's yeah. a little bit more light and a little bit more fun if you're interested in any of these sports if you want to know anything more about them please feel free to get in touch um we have scent work we have agility that we teach so we have classes for that um but we're happy to chat about and then Any also on our Instagram, right? Because some of this footage was on our Instagram page. Yes, all this is on our Instagram page. Okay, perfect. Um, so check it out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>